This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to another edition of The Broadcast, and I'm Vicky Barcelona, and with me as always is Ooh, Sarah. Oh, hey. Sarah. Yeah. My fellow broad. What's up? What's our contact info? Well, we have an Instagram. <laughs> it's The Broadcast 999. You can call or text us at 253-778-6029, or you can email us at thebroadcast999 at gmail.com. And if we're sounding a little tired, it's because we did the marathon that is Live Day. Yes, Live Day was yesterday. And we want to say thank you to everyone who joined us. Yes, everyone who listened, or if mm. you didn't get a chance to... Listen and or watch the craziness unfold. It's still at KISW.com if you want to check it out because we <laughs> Facebook lived both our show and the men's room so you can watch it all. It was crazy. It was fun. I feel like for the most part, it actually went down pretty damn well. Uh, I feel like that's it's the case with most with all live days, really. Like, I feel like it. it leading up to it, there's so much anxiety and stress. And then the second it hits 6 a.m., it just flies by. Yeah, I was surprised it did go as well, considering we have had to socially distant, quarant- not quarantine, COVID style, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But yeah, I was impressed. And you didn't have to sing, luckily. Oh, thank the Lord. You Even did. though you're constantly singing. I am. I, I really am. But yeah, no. But no. you did. Rev and I tied yes, for first tied place. Yes, tied for first, which honestly, I feel like the judge should have just decided a winner. But it wasn't up to me. Yeah. Who would you have picked? Well, you don't lie, so go for it. Oh, it would have been the Rev, yeah. for sure. He's pretty awesome. <laughs> he, like, actually has a, like, not yes. saying you don't have, like, a no, good voice. No, he has but a really, really, like, he, like it you, always surprises me. Especially because mm-hmm, you don't same. expect him to be able to sing that well. And then you're like, whoa. What? It makes me you? miss actual karaoke. Like, oh, bad. Yeah. I'm not the biggest karaoke person, but once I get drunk enough, I'll sing anything. But I, that I, like, was very entertaining. I also... Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie, I loved Danny's. I know he got a lot of crap for it. If you guys have, you guys have to just watch the karaoke. If anything of Live Day, oh, it was hilarious. <laughs> it was amazing, and I don't know what Danny was doing, but I was cracking up, and I was just he feeling was it. And everything he, he was, was just like, going with it. it. <laughs> he, he, he literally sounded like Boom Hauer if you've seen King of the Hill. It, like, you couldn't understand what the hell he was saying except for Hot for Teacher. It oh, was man, hilarious. I, I was like, damn, Danny, I think he did not kill it, but I, yet I loved it. Performance wise, I would have given him the first prize oh yeah if there yeah, was a prize was for that just ridiculous oh <laughs> uh, okay but yes thank you guys and you can relive it just go to kisw.com yeah uh we did get a couple messages all right we got one from frosty frosty 
So he says, hey, ladies, I'm catching up on the last couple of weeks. I got hurt at work three Fridays. Like, I'm guessing three Fridays ago. And today's my first day back. So I'm trying to catch up on all that I've missed. Oh, I hope you're okay. Yeah, me too. Because, ugh. Um, but you were talking about nicknames and such. So my actual name is Bobby, but I'm also the third. So my parents called or call me Bobcat. Uh, I just turned 38 a couple days ago, and I still get called that, which I really don't mind. But they also call me Catfish, which I never really understood except for the cat part of Bobcat, maybe. But again, I don't mind, except now Catfish is a pretty negative term, which is funny because one of my buddies, he's a tattoo artist, Catfish, and he tattoos out of Cicada Tattoo here in Seattle. He tattooed my little Bulbasaur. Oh. But like his nickname is Catfish, so. But, yeah, now <laughs> Catfish is kind of like, you're yeah. not who you say yeah. you are. <laughs> I have Oh, and he says, I never have wanted kids and don't plan on it, but I can't help thinking if I ever did, what would I name them? So recently I came to like to like Quentin. One of my favorite comic characters is Mysterio, who is Quentin Beck. And I recently read some stuff with the character Quentin Choir and came to like that name. And I used to like the name Jade for a girl until my ex left me for a guy named Jade L-M-A-O. I'm like, I thought L-M-A-O was his last name. I'm like, how do you say that? Lamau? <laughs> <laughs> Took me a sec. Uh, I'm glad to be back at work and hearing you and the morning show again. I've definitely missed you. Thank you for all that you do, Frosty. It's funny because, like, there's a lot of really cool names that I love. Like, Jade. Like, I have a, real, a friend from high school, elementary school. I've known her since I was, like, seven years old. Her name is Jade. But if I named a baby Jade, yeah, be like, did you name your kid after me? Like, That's how I feel about the name Kayla. I've always loved the name Kayla. Really? But I know someone didn't have since elementary school named Kayla and I'm still friends with her I always said like growing up if I, we're, we're not friends anymore if we're not friends I'm naming my kid Kayla but it's still weird now because right. I'm still friends with her you could so. still be like I didn't name her after you but I'm naming my child Kayla but then it gets confusing I not feel really. like I don't know I mean my dad and my brother both have the same first name and middle name Juan yeah it's confusing well we just call him little Juan yeah, but like, well, I guess, see, I'm so old school that I think of like people are going to call the house phone and ask to like talk. Like if we named like my kid after me or something, mm-hmm. like, hey, can I talk to Sarah? And then it's like, wait, what's, but no, I guess there's the, no home phones anymore. No, I was going to say, by the time your kid's old enough, we're going to have chips implanted into our brains. We barely <laughs> even have home phones now. Right? My dad's now just now getting rid of his home phone now that they're moving out of the house. And we the still thing have is they, one. They didn't even have it connected. They had the phone number because it pops up on the uh, Xfinity thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they don't have any phones plugged in, which cracked me up. I don't know. Oh, so they just had it. They had the phone number. I mean, I still use it for gas stations and stuff. Oh, that makes a lot of sense to get that discount. Get that discount. Um, but I mean, it's yeah, not that big a deal, especially because in, in I think we've talked about this in that on that episode. Like in Mexican culture, there's always nicknames. You're always going to get something. Yeah. So my brother, he's Juanito, which means little Juan. Yeah. In Spanish. Um, so there's my dad, Juan, or they'd say Big Juan in Spanish, Juan Grande or, or Juan Chiquito. <laughs> I would not like that nickname. No. But they might, you know, because Grande can mean in age or in height or in weight. Yeah, but when we think of Grande, we think big. I'm thinking latte. What? <laughs> yeah. I get a Grande size of you. Um, but yeah, Juanito is a good way they go about it. But my dad and I think a lot of my family, everyone has nicknames. Like I have an uncle, El Gato, which means my uncle, the cat. So you'd be totally okay with having, like, either your husband or you have the same name as your kid. Like, you would yeah. name your kid Vic- Vicky. I mean, Victoria is really cool. Like, I think maybe for a middle name, mostly because I already have plans for a first name. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a pretty cool name. And like, and people have asked me, would I name my child to keep the line going down? Like, my dad, my brother, and have another one. Oh. Um, yeah, not thinking, like, maybe you're 
your brother won't have kids. Yeah, because he, he's like, I don't want kids. I'm like, eh. Yeah, would you do that? I don't know. I still feel like I'd save it for him, like in case he ever does have kids. Yeah, like, I feel like I'd have to save it for him. I feel like he Unless would, I have a bunch of kids. What then, if he's like, no, please take it because I don't want that pressure. Please name your kid Juan to pass it down. Well, I mean, it's not like a... I just joke with my parents. I'm like, you guys had no creativity when it came to Yeah, so Vicky you? would not name her child Juan is what she's yeah, coming I'm to. Like, that's she's not, like, like that's I don't know that name, so... I mean, I just... Mm, it's not one that I always pick. Like, ever since I was little, I always thought maybe I will do it. And then I thought maybe I'll save it for my brother. And that's just always been, like, my line. So you, you've immediately just ruled it out. Yeah. I would just never name my kid my brother's name because, one, I don't. I think that's weird. And Would you give it a middle name? If he died, maybe. But so now, no. That's, that's interesting because, like, in the Mexican culture, I didn't realize this until I got older. It's a sign of respect to name your child after somebody you care about. So my cousin, Sarah, she's Sara, Ma- she Sara Maria, Sarah Maria, after my mom. My mom is her godmother. I mean, it's definitely like a... I don't know if it's like in at least my culture or whatever, mm-hmm. like it's respect necessarily, but it's definitely like a wow, that is a really cool thing you did that. Well, type of that thing. and like being chosen as the godmother or godparent, because from what I understand, like in the American culture, yeah, godparent means your, you know, if you die, who your kids are going to. Yeah, legally they have to go to them. But uh, in Mexican, or maybe it's a Catholic thing, maybe both. We have multiple godparents. So my brother and I have different godparents, like baptism godparents. And then I have my first communion godparents and stuff so like that. So who would actually get, would you guys go to different separate households? No, I think that would be a completely even different thing. If like, let's say we were 10 years old and my parents died. Yeah. I think we would probably have gone with one of my aunts or uncles that aren't our godparents. Oh, just I'm to see whoever's closer. Legally can happen. I, well, because I don't think it's, I don't know if it ever was in paperwork. I think they're just godparents through the Catholic Church. Like that when I got baptized, oh. these are the godparents that they presented. I don't know if there's any paperwork that was filed through the state or anything. Is there usually paperwork? For I'm that? not sure. I, I have no knows. idea either. I feel like, I think you'd have to do a will. You'd have to like formulate a will and it would state there where your kids would go. Well, usually wills aren't like finalized till like way later down the line like i don't well, even think people have wills when they, their kids technically they should they like, should a lot of people, a lot like, of people once don't. your kid is born you need to formulate a will and that's one of the things my parents are talking about because i thought they had wills because they oh. got all these life insurance things going on dude they gotta and, get on that right and so they said that they're going to get on it once uh, my foster brother's legally adopted because that's going to state if something were to happen to them where they would he would go to yeah that's real important yeah well, because I asked my dad, like, who would I have gone to if y'all died? And it was like someone I it was like, an, I don't know, his adoptive parents, like someone like super random that mm-hmm. I maybe met once ever in my life. And I was like, that would have sucked because we moved across the country and mm-hmm. I don't, don't even know these people. Right. Like that would have been so weird. So I mm-hmm. feel like something legally had like it was yes. documented to where yes. like I would have had to go because if not, then. Where Joey and I would have just been chilling, like, right. who wants us? Get legally no emancipated one. and just hang out. <laughs> yeah, on the street. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I am the godmother of my cousin's second daughter. Legally. If they um, die, you get her. Not quite, because then they would separate the three girls. Well, see, that's what I don't understand. See, exactly. What's so, the whole like godparent? Like, so that's what I'm trying. That, anyone a godparent? That's then? what I'm. Tr- that's what I'm explaining. We are. I'm a godmother. I had to go to the church. We got her baptized. I bought her her dress. Um, so it's more through the Catholic church and the way I was described to me is like, my cousin's not super religious. Like she respects it and all and she'll, she'll do the thing through the church and stuff like the baptisms and stuff. But she's very like, eh, about it. I'm very like agnostic. I'm like, I'll do it because I love you. You're very eh about it too. (laughs) But I'm I'm more eh than she is. So in the sense of, 
Um, the only times I've been to a Catholic church in the last few years have been for her wedding and for the baptisms. <laughs> so she's definitely not as eh as a lot of people. Because no. at least she's, I mean, she still did all that. Yeah, mostly to, you know, get parents to shut the hell up yeah. on both sides. But I went to the church. We had her baptized. We did, like, it wasn't a whole mass, which was nice. It was just the little ceremony, which was probably like a good 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Um, and so the idea of your spiritual godmother or your godparents is that they're supposed to help you on your journey through to to the Lord or whatever, your your Catholic journey, if you will. Okay. But the way I see it and the way my cousin and I have talked about it, it's like I'm going to be um, kind of like her without the magical parts, like her her fairy godmother. Like in the I sense of like, please don't tell me you're going to say fairy godmother. I don't know how else to describe it. Like if she needs something like or my cousin and I have decided that when your kids are teenagers, they don't want to listen to you. But sometimes they will listen to another adult. Right. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes my mom would say something I'm like whatever, but then my aunt would say something I'm like ha ha I I I yes I like what you're saying. My, my mom's like that's what I was saying. You but, just don't want to listen to them because of your parents, or you don't want to go to your parents with a problem, the sex talk or whatever. And I've told my cousin, look, if for whatever reason when they get older and there's something they don't feel comfortable about or whatever, like I can talk to them because I'm gonna, you know, I still have their best interests in mind, but I'm still gonna sit there and listen to them without the parental glasses, if you will. Yeah, but I feel like you would have. You're one. I feel like you're gonna do that with all three of them, and two, I yeah. feel like you would have <laughs> done that regardless of having mm-hmm. this quote unquote godmother title. That's mm-hmm. essentially like not even a real thing you know what i mean like well it is it's cool though because like you kind of do feel like a fairy godmother in a sense because like i remember my godmothers all like a couple of them because i have my my godmother from when i was baptized which i'd see i've seen only a few times in the last 20 years like once or twice yeah um we don't really talk to them anymore because i think they live down in puyallup or something Uh, not that far away at all but it feels far away from lake stevens (laughs) okay (laughs) it felt real far when you're not like all my family in boston it it wasn't puyallup it was auburn Okay, that's but really far. Still in the same state. It's not that dramatic. <laughs> it's real far. Calm down. <laughs> it's not Says that the bad. person that's like, I don't want to move further away. Wait, no, I don't want to move at all. What are you but talking like, about? Your dad's like, I don't want to commute. And it's like, if you move, just like. Oh, yeah, that's him. Hello, down. I'm yeah. Ratchet AF. I will move all the ways to get cheaper rent. Anywho. Um, but my Aunt Nora, it's like they slide you like the $5 bill. Like they're like, they kind of you have this like mentality of like hey you're my homie here here's like a treat here's whatever because my brother would always get cool stuff from our uncle because he was his godfather so my uncle Chewy would always like hey i got a 20 for you hey i got you this present like there's always that like cool like connection you have with this kid see this is where my mind is just so black and white yeah it's it's for me like for me if i'm gonna call you my godmother i'm going to actually sign something legal Mm -hmm. that says if my kids die you are now responsible for them. Right. That's why when That's, anyone, my friend is a godmother to our mm-hmm. friend's child, uh-huh. and we're and she's younger than me, so she's like twenty five, mm-hmm. and I'm like. That's a big responsibility. Right. Like, what if they're in the car together and they die? Like, all the and mm-hmm. she's like, "Oh, I don't actually know. Like, we didn't sign." And like, then why do you get that name? Why do you get that Again, title? It's, it's it's a respect thing. But um, like, because in also like at weddings and stuff, and I think this is a Mexican thing. So if you guys are, I don't know if other cultures do this too. Um, so in English, I think the term is sponsor. Hello, it's your sponsor for like your. So at Mexican weddings, it's very much it takes a village. Which, for when it, we would go to church when I was younger, uh, my parents would be the godparents, if you will, or I think the translation is sponsor 
of like the venue. Then you have the the godparents, your padrinos of you know the food or the music and stuff. So you it's like a potluck for the whole event kind of thing. Basically, so you have you ask different people. So like my mom and dad would sometimes be the godparents of the venue, so they would pay for the venue for the quinceanera or the wedding. So you would have for their most, godchild. No, oh, not necessarily. So like somebody just like close to them. It's like, hey, you know, and they would get that title. It's like, I'm the godparent of blank of this particular thing. So you would have, quote unquote, most multiple godparents. And like some people would take it seriously, like the term. Some people would just call my parents godparents like, hey, padrino, madrina, um, like as a term of endearment, like as a term mm. of respect because they did that thing for you. But it's very much like you don't have just your parents pay for the wedding or you pay for the wedding. You invite multiple people to come in and chip in. Mm. And so they would get... In English, I've heard it called sponsors. Like, hey, would you sponsor this? Would you sponsor that? But in Spanish, it's godmother and godfather, padrinos. See, I feel like you, it's, it's very it, interesting. In here you would do that if you really needed the money. Right. Or, like, I would feel really bad, like, asking my aunt or uncle or whoever to sponsor my wedding if right. I didn't actually it, need the food or the venue paid for or the flowers or well, whatever. Well, I feel like most people, like, like they could probably save for like five, 10 years and get all these things. But I think it's just so it's kind of like going out to eat and it's like somebody's birthday. Right. And it's like, OK, Sarah, you're not paying for your birthday meal. We're all paying. But then when it's my birthday, everyone else is paying for me. So you're kind of chipping in here and there. And then when it's your turn, everyone chips in for you. Yeah. So that's kind of like the way I grew up seeing it. And then as I got older, I realized how that's not a normal thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it probably is like in Mexico. Where I, where I, yeah. yeah. And so it's interesting to see the two cultures collide. And that's kind of where the godparent thing kind of comes in. It's all about like just having that title and being called that. Um, if uh, I mean, I don't know who would actually take my cousin's kids. I'm guessing they would go to either her her, one of her siblings or maybe even her parents. Yeah, say so I wonder if they uh, have like a legal document that says right. that. Or Which, I wonder if you even have to like do that. Well, like I know you would I don't know if I'd have to sign anything. They just have to put well, it down. Well, if you were to one that was to get the kids, yeah. you would have to sign something for sure before. I I don't think you'd I mean, I don't Yeah, they couldn't just be like, "Hey, did you know that if they die, you get these children?" You'd have to probably agree you to could, that. You could still say like if let's say I like, "Hey, they died, here are the kids." It's like, "Wait, I don't want this or I can't do this." You could probably opt out. It'd feel really bad, but I feel like I'm not really sure how the law works in that situation. So. But you would probably have to agree to it before so yeah. so then they'd even have to like ask you like, "Hey, right. are you still interested in having all of these children?" Well, it's even with uh like, let's say there's nobody else in the family. Like, let's just say it's you and your brother. You have no cousins or anything like that. And your brother has kids and he dies. Like, they immediately, like, the services would be like, okay, there's no documentation. So we need to find family who would want them. Yeah. So they would reach out to the family. That's kind of like what happened with my foster brother. Through this whole process, like, they've tried when they found, like, the, they placed him with us because that's what the biological mother asked. Um, but then when they came for like more long-term placements, they had to reach out to all their actual blood family members to see if anybody would want him before us. Oh, and they had to deny him? They had like, there was, yeah, there was a lot of junkies. Anywho. Um, oh, that's so But sad, there was though. one, one, some people, but I think they were older, living in a different state, and they just wanted to make sure he was okay. Like if he was not okay where he was, then they would have taken him. Yeah. But they're like, if he's fine and he's happy and they want to adopt and we're just we're just happy to know he's okay. That'd be so sad to deny a child, though, especially if like they were like real, like you guys are blood related. But like, let's well, say him was... and I are not. Oh, you didn't know that? No, I thought it was your cousin. 
No, he. So this is my growing up. My parents were foster parents, and they fostered this little girl that they were going to adopt. So she was my sister. She was going to be my sister, adoptive sister. But then shenanigans ensued, and she ended up going back home. Many years later, this happened. So we're not blood related. We look like it though. Everyone says I look. We look alike. That's trippy. I thought you guys were. Mm -mm, We're not. Damn, that'd be really hard for like. I don't know if. Like, my brother had a kid, and then they, like, reached out to me. They were like, yo, do you want your niece or nephew? Like, mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, no, but also that kid's a part. That kid is part of me. How can I not? You know, like, how mm-hmm. can I have someone just, like, running around that's, like, has part of my DNA? That'd be so trippy. Oh, damn. Interesting. Let you think of that. And I'm curious to see what you guys... Think like what is what are your cultures? What are your traditions in that sense? Um, what do you what are your meanings about like godparents? It's it's so weird. Yeah, I'm just like, like you don't get the name godparent if you're not actually gonna take my kids oh, if no. I die. I definitely will take all the kids because I love them very much. <laughs> I'll I think just, about that then because because yeah. I'm like I seriously have talked to my boyfriend about this. I was like, who would we want? Because I just kind of mm-hmm. assumed it would be perfect if we had like a couple that right. we we're really good friends with that like have their s together and mm-hmm. love kids, you know. But I was like. We don't really have that right now. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I feel like I would choose a girl and you would choose a dude. But then I'm like, but that's also weird because then they go like back plot, and forth. That sounds like a plot to a movie. I think there was a movie with like Catherine there Heigl. There was. Yes, there where was. Where there are two friends and they had they lived together. And yeah. And they raised the baby. And I think they actually hated each other at first. And then, they and then of course love. they fell in love. Oh my God, I love romantic comedies. <laughs> <laughs> don't die and don't leave me with your kid with somebody that I may not like. I know. Oh, well. <laughs> I can't promise any of that, but <laughs> I'll try not to. <laughs> no, and that's what I thought of them. Like, I feel like I'm out of the running for a lot of actual godparental duties and stuff mostly because I am a single person. So if, God forbid, anything were to happen to either, like, my friends or my cousins or anybody that has these kids that would bestow upon me children, But you possibly. love the children. But I love children, so yeah. I feel like that, like, puts me ahead. Or some other people, I'm like, you guys don't have your ass together. Exactly. Like, you are a couple, but I don't, I don't, I don't want, no. I don't even think you should be raising your kids. Like. Yeah, See, I, I got a lot of people in, in my life like that. I'm like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> but we want to hear from you guys. Let us know, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.